Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Make Your Own Destiny podcast, the podcast that empowers you to shape your future. Today we're back again with another episode, a problem in our society. People have risen it in our comments, people have risen it in our DMs, people have personally sent us in our personal pages asking, how can I turn an idea into a business? It is not simple, but it's also not hard. It's not easy, but you can get it done. So how do you do it? Well, stay tuned till the end to find out how you can turn your idea into a business. We'll talk about everything, how to scale your business, how to start your business, where to start, and how to, cap- how to get capital for your business. We'll cover everything today with my co-host, Musa. Yes, welcome back, Musa. You're After okay. a long time of no shooting, we're back on set. Yeah, thank you so much, bro. And actually, today's topic is one of the topics that I'm very excited about because over the past few years, I've started a lot of businesses, I've done a lot of side hustles and a lot of hustles, some which have succeeded, some which have failed. So today I'm very excited to share with you guys the journey, what I've gone through doing all these kinds of businesses. So yeah. Today, but I want to hear from you. I don't want to hear about the good businesses today. Today I want to hear about the businesses that failed because people need to realize that not everything succeeds. Also, we're going to talk about everything that succeeds. People also need to realize that not every business succeeds. You might start something. We, you might say we are professional. You might say you're professional, but at the end of the day, you might start something and you might not get to where you are because of different reasons. But before we proceed, man, I have to raise it up. Connectors Club. That was amazing. Thank you guys for the turn up. If you were at Connectors Club, please put a thumbs up in our comments. First of all, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, and share it to your friend. Our pages have been growing like crazy because of you guys' support and really appreciate that but before i go and stop getting excited about that let's talk about connectors club man yeah actually it was a very big event man i didn't expect more than 250 people turned up it's crazy our number that we were expecting was actually 100 and we ended up doing 250 and there was two people standing up I'm sorry, but it was just a lot of people. <laughs> but if you are watching this, just know that the main reason why we wanted to start Connectors Club was to empower the youth and to empower them. So when I say the youth, it doesn't necessarily just mean you guys. It means us as well. Because we had a uh, guest of one of the, the greatest in the DMB. We had the Leo Mendes, who's a young entrepreneur like us. They all taught us something. I left there knowing about the government, of the policies that you can get a fund, that they can fund you. We can actually cover that in today's topic. Uh, for the people that are in Tanzania, actually, um, we learnt on Connectors Club Day that there's a way you can get some funding from the government. But how do you do this? Well, stay tuned till the end. Yeah. Man, uh, I'm very excited about today's topic. And I'm ready to share so much value with the audience. So what I advise you guys right now, before we start sharing this kind of value, just grab a pen and a paper so that you won't miss anything of what we're going to talk about today. So the first step that we decided to come up with is validating your business idea. Obviously, before you start anything, you have to do research. And we've talked about research a lot of times in every episode, I think we've mentioned the word research. Research is key to everything. If you're not doing research, then you're doing something wrong or you're going to end up taking one step and thousand steps back. So the first step in validating your business idea is doing market research. What does the cost? What do the customers want? What product can I bring? What service can I bring? What can I do in the society? 
that's the first thing that you should do. You should do your research. Research, research is very, very important. Yeah, as I said, everyone has ideas. Myself, I have a hundred of ideas that I have been writing down in my notebook since I was in primary school. A lot of business ideas. But as you know, an idea without execution is nothing. So, first, you need to have an idea, then you need to validate your idea. What idea do you have? Does it have a market? Can you really sell it? Do people want your service? Also, one thing you have to think about is does your idea solve a problem that exists in your community? Okay, let's say you have an idea that you want to be a fitness trainer. You have to think about it like, okay, in, in your community, do people want a fitness trainer? Is there a demand for that idea that you have? And then, yeah, if your idea has demand, then you can turn it into a business. As was said, like, it's more, it's more of a thing of answering the question, that do you solve a problem? And after you do your market research, obviously, you have to proceed forward and testing and looking at what other people are doing. Um, we've also talked about this before. Before you start something, you have to look at your competition. For example, if Musa started an Airbnb business, what is he doing right or what is he doing wrong? Maybe one day I could just book the place just to go investigate or do research. Okay, in his house... This is what he put down. He put some artworks, he put some decoration, or he put something that was attack um, that would attract someone to come to his place. So that one there is a is an one step you can, one one way you could do research. Just buy someone else's product. Or for example, let's say uh, someone who is manufacturing phones wants to start a phone a phone company to manufacture his own phones. Obviously, he's gonna buy a phone and see what are they doing right. What can I do better? Personally, what I stick with is what can I do better from someone? Because I don't believe... I think uh, Diamond Platinum said this the other day. He was like, people are saying that he's stealing other people's so songs and stuff. But he said that it's all about no one can come up with something from scratch. Everyone's been copying everyone from somewhere. But it's about how you can make it better. He made a song um, that he sampled from another artist, but he made it better. So take that as an example. You guys are just listening to Diamond, but he's speaking some words of wisdom. What is he doing? Like He literally took someone else's song and made it better. Obviously, that's not really copying if you got the rights, as he said, got the rights. You don't have to copy everything. Do something and then execute it well. If you think, if you, you think, you can do a better podcast than MYOD, go for it. Yeah, exactly. Try to see what we're doing right yeah. and then go do it better. And, and normally, you know, the best businesses come from people who saw others doing something and then they make it better. So, if you want to start a good business, you don't have to reinvent the wheel you don't have to come up with an idea from scratch even us we saw other people doing podcasts and then we were like okay let's make a podcast better than everyone else so we started a podcast the as best podcast said, in tanzania no the best podcast in the world bro sorry guys yeah so as Mont said take what exists and make it better you don't have to start afresh just as diamond did with his songs He's not stealing. He's actually taking people's ideas and making them better. But also, when you talk about like doing research, obviously, I remember in primary school when you're doing research, you have to do a whole like I don't know research and then results and then findings. That's what you should do. End of the day, test what you find. Let's say for example, you could do a pilot study. For example, some people have seen I've seen someone actually do this. They conduct a survey and then they send it to someone. Be like, would you buy this product? Or sometimes just go on the streets. Like, if I, over, if I offer this phone to you, would you buy it? And at how much? 
I remember uh, it was something I was doing for my own personal project. I, I went to people and I was like, if I was to offer this service, how much would you pay for it? And then you just see some people saying $100. Some people would say, I'll never pay for that. Some people would say $10. So end of the day, everyone has their own mindset. So, okay, for the, for the person that said $100, oh, okay. So that means someone, people really want this. So you just have to niche that audience for the people that are going to pay that amount of money. That's how you should go about it. I think that's how you should look at the first step, validating your business idea. The first step is having an idea and validating your idea. And I'll end this by, by a quote. It's a very famous quote which says that uh, good artists, they copy other people's work. But great artists, they steal other people's work. As you can see, one of the greatest ideas in the 20th century is Facebook. Right now it's called Meta. Do you know that Facebook was not Mark Zuckerberg's idea? I did not know. Yeah, yeah. He stole the idea from someone else and then he made it better. He worked on it first before those guys who had an idea, before they executed it, he executed it first and he became a billionaire. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you have an idea, just go for it, execute it. But moving on to the next, uh, I think the next step, I think the first step is really self-explanatory, but also we've, we've touched <coughs> a, a lot on it. But I feel like the next step is when it starts getting serious. It's crafting a business plan. So when I say that's more of like the overview of the business, what will the business cover? Who will do what? Are you going to do this by yourself? Are you going to be a sole trader? Or what will happen? I mean, that's what's next. I mean, what, what more can you say on crafting your business plan? Or can you give me a simple example of your personal experience on crafting your business plan? How you, do you personally do it? I remember we, we always talk about this. Even on the previous episode, we said this. In whatever that you do, you need to have a plan. Because if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail, right? So I can't just leave my house and then just go outside without any plan because I will end up anywhere. So you need to have a plan, a plan and a roadmap that shows where are you going, which destination have you planned to reach so that you can be, you can be grounded. You know, you have something, you have a roadmap, you know that, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this with my business. Yeah. So any business must have a plan. And uh, on top of that, you know, it's a quote you told me. Um, the quote really goes like, it's not really a quote, it's like a saying. It goes, if I had a big tree and I wanted to cut it down and you have eight hours to do it, some people would spend all of the eight hours just trying to do it, like, just cut the tree, cut the tree, cut the tree. But it's more so like you have to plan, okay, if I hit this spot for six hours or for like, if I like sharpen my, my axe for like six hours, I'll be sharp enough to just cut it down. That goes along for this. You guys really, do you guys really think MYD is where it's at because of us just doing episodes? Do you guys know? <laughs> you guys know what is going on behind. Do you guys, I don't think you guys understand. There's masterminds behind this. It could not be us. There could be someone else, but you never know. But no, it's a joke. But I'm being very serious. Like, MYD is where it's at because it has a roadmap. It has a very big goal. Our goal right now, I'll tell you right now, it's a secret, but it's not really a secret. Our goal right now before the end of the year is to have 10,000 followers. Come back to this episode by 1st of January 2024 and you'll see how many followers we have. That's just a simple example of crafting your business plan. It's a ground rule that you stand on. So let me tell you why what Musa was saying is very important. Is because he was saying you have some ground rules to work on. So if we have already decided that by 
2024 1st of january we want to have 10,000 followers what's next is that how do you execute it how will i go upon this how will i okay cool now where this we have let's say one two thousand followers how do we get the rest of eight thousand that's where things start piling down and things the more you take them down the more it's easy okay this month i need to earn one thousand followers like things just go step by step but if you just say that i just want to have ten thousand followers without a plan behind it you're not really gonna get take anything you're not really gonna get anything are you musa yeah it's true because a business plan is a document but no it's not just a document but it is a document where you write down on a piece of paper you have to know how are you going to market your business what's your competition you have to know what are your strengths what are your weaknesses you have to analyze everything before you start any business as you know when you started we analyze our strength right we talked about like i'm going to do the marketing you're going to do the rest of the stuff because we have we are having a plan that that was our business plan also a business plan does not have to be like a static document you have to come back always to a business plan you have to update it because as you know businesses change environments change so you always have to change with time but also <laughs> the most important thing that you guys are thinking about right now what about the money well the money has to be involved you have to do a financial projection okay if i was to put down let's say one million t shillings no actually no we're not going to talk about t shillings i remember fizo was saying think in dollars are you guys still thinking in t shillings fizo opened our minds what, what, are we, what are you thinking about now i'm thinking in dollars but it really hurts me bro when i go to my comment sections and a lot of mostly tanzanians they insult they give like a lot of negative feedbacks actually we don't really care because any feedback for us is good, good because it makes the algorithm to push the video more so but yeah most people don't understand but i believe you have to think in dollars i was telling musa like i was thinking i feel like our community is washed why do i say it's washed what is the problem in thinking in dollars because if you have one dollar it's 2500 shilling i saw someone saying the more you think about dollars the more your economy goes weak how does it go weak end of the day you're gonna come to thinking dollar if you think in dollars gonna be more rich like just make it make sense if i have a hundred dollars it's two hundred fifty thousand. like just be smart about it stop being some whitewashed little guy or little girl like respectfully i'm sorry if it's harsh but i just want us to grow together remember it's the podcast that empowers you to shape your future but let's go back to the topic because if we start going aside <laughs> we won't go back but i was talking about financial projections so you have to make sure that you think okay if i put down five hundred dollars how much i'm gonna get how how will i make the profit or like the projection this year we're projecting to make this so that's part that should be part of your business plan um the finance side we should be aiming to do this remember we were talking about ten thousand followers so let's say imagine ten thousand is our is usd not followers so if it's ten thousand usd by the end of the year how do we do it we have to do it break it down this month or per day we have to earn this and this and this that's a simple example of putting followers into money but that's more likely the second step of it your business plan the business plan has to be the business plan even if you take months working on a business plan trust me end of the day that is gonna boom because your business plan is solid yeah it's true because you must have a business plan as you know every master was once a student and no matter how big your goal is no matter how big you want to take your businesses you have to start from 
the first step you don't have to see the whole staircase but you have to take steps every day if your business plan let's say you are an influencer if your goal is to reach 100,000 followers you can't reach 100,000 followers without starting with one follower so you have to start from scratch you have to start small and then on the way you can level you can level it up talk about the master and the student for the people that are watching that are still in school i mean even in uni you guys understand for each person exam you have to study imagine the studying you're gonna pass the exam only if you study realistically so imagine the studying is the plan and then the exam is your money it's just a simple example to put upon that but after you validate your after you validate your business idea after you test them out after you look at the market now you prepare your business plan how is your business plan looking is it looking good until now i hope you guys have been taking notes because these you might look at the first steps and say these steps are just so easy but end of the day it's what look at your first is what counts because if, I, if we don't take the first step the second step is going to be hard third step is going to be harder and goes on so follow the baby steps first to get to the daddy steps or the mommy steps or the big steps or the buzz steps as they call it but that's the second step what is the third step that you think they should follow in this after having your business plan the next step is you have to register your business you have to make your business legal you don't want to get into problems with authorities you need to have your business registered you need to have all the appropriate licenses you need to have an accountant yeah so there are a lot of types of businesses that you can start you can either do a corporation you can do an llc which is a limited liability company that's how we are operating if you ask about moud podcast it's a limited liability company which means that uh, the liability is just limited to the assets of the company so if anything goes wrong let's say one of our followers in the comment sections want to sue us we are a limited liability company so you can just take the podcast not the podcast yeah where the assets we are the assets what yeah. do you mean we're the biggest assets in this company i feel like we're, mo- we're worth more than a lot yeah if we are the biggest asset in the company but and the company is a limited liability company it means the liability is limited to the company assets oh. but we are not listed as the assets of the company we're just employees and directors of the companies you see guys i'm learning i'm on the podcast and i'm learning <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i didn't know about all of that but like you, you get you get the, the memo is basically being legal being legal saves a lot of a lot of stuff if you start moving wahala wahala you they will be taking you to wahala wahala yeah. because we've seen a lot of friends that try to do things that are not legal when i say legal i mean like not legally registered and end of the day if you might find they're performing well but your, your stuff start getting taken down and at that point someone's already seen what you did and they've already registered business they've been doing better than you at this point so yeah. it might be costs might be costly but it really saves a lot of things it really saves a lot of time really saves a lot of energy just register your business be be legal and start yeah. your stuff yeah and most people will come and ask like how do i register a business most people don't have that information most okay. people don't know and most of our audience are from the uk from the us from tanzania from kenya and all of these countries they have different rules and different regulations so if you want to register a business depending on the place that you live 
I highly advise you to consult a legal profession. You can just go to your lawyer and ask them, like, how can I register my business? They will do everything for you, and then right there, your business is set up. You will avoid all unnecessary legal issues that comes with not being registered as a proper operating business. So, that's the third step. Legality. Being legal. That's three steps. I hope you guys are taking notes. I hope you guys are understanding. And I hope you guys, if you don't understand, please go comment on our comment section or DM us and we'll happily reply. We are constantly on our on our Instagrams because of the amount of... If you guys, if we showed you guys the amount of DMs we're receiving, it's crazy. But we take the time of our days just to reply to you guys. It might not, it might be, might be busy, but end of the day, it's the what? What podcast is this? It's MYOD podcast. The podcast that empowers you to shape your future. So, the most interesting step, can you introduce it? Funding. <laughs> Getting the money. The moolah. your business. The capital. Without money, there's no business. Money accelerates your business. Yeah, you might have a very high income skill that you want to use to start your business. But when you have money, the money is going to accelerate the rate that your business will grow. Without money, oh my God, man, your journey will be difficult. And I feel like this is what stops all of us. I feel like this is the... This is where the limit comes in and this is where like we start thinking a lot to start deeply thinking this is where we stop ourselves from thinking bigger and it's understandable because i'm not saying that i'm a trillionaire or i'm not saying most of not saying that he's a zillionaire are you a zillionaire not really but when i started my first business i just got uh, a little loan of a million dollars from my dad and that was your first business yeah, jokes aside, actually, that was Donald Trump. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. You know, when Donald Trump started his business, his dad gave him a very small loan of a million dollars. That's why he became a billionaire. So that's a very small loan. Yeah. So how can I say, for example, I'm in, not in the streets, but like I'm, I want to start a business, but I don't have any funding. How would you suggest I go about to get this funding? Because I'm not Trump. My dad is not... Millions, not gonna give me a million dollars. The first step to get funding, you should start in your family. You should go to your dad, go to your mom, go to your aunt, your grandma, and their grandmas. Just go there and ask them, hey, can you help me with my business? Or let's say you, you are providing a service. You can just ask them to buy from you so that you can get that initial capital. That's the first way. It begins in the family. If your family cannot support your business, then you can go to the bank. But then how can I go to the bank if I don't... You know, the problem is not everyone has access to the bank. When I say that, I mean like not everyone is going to get the access that, let's say, for example, you get to the bank. Because you already know that your name is Musa and you have, an, uh, you have a certain profile there. But if I go there that I've never been to the bank and I ask for a loan, what makes you think that I'm really going to get this loan? How do I approach the bank? Banks are there to make profits. And the bank make profits by selling loans. And you know, loans are the top product of the banks. Without loans, there's no bank. So depending on who you are, 
because as you said not everyone can go to the bank just walk in and get a loan you need to have a lot of stuff so you need to have a good credit score you need to have a collateral yeah so if you have those you have a collateral you have a good credit score you can go to the bank but if you don't have any collateral it means you can't be trusted so even the banks will refuse to give you money so you can look for other alternatives to get capital such as you can go and get capital from the government People holding come to connectors club we had a minister there government minister of the united republic of tanzania and he explained that the government gives money to people who want to start a business but most people they don't even know it so that's another way that you can get capital if you have an idea just go to any government official or just do your own research because there is money that the government provides for small businesses to start their own business so having no capital or having no money should not be a reason for someone not to start their own business you can start a business or you can just find a partner who has money and then convince them to invest in your business that's another way that you can get funding or also there are a lot of angel investors there are a lot of people who have a lot of money but they don't have ideas so if you have an idea and you want to execute it you can go to angel investors they will give you capital to start a business but for someone to give you money they have to see the value they have to see the drive that you have if they don't know you and they have to see that okay this idea is feasible this idea has demand this idea can really make money because i cannot just give you money without expecting anything in return yeah i remember a connectors club um i remember someone saying that opportunities don't come to your door you have to go outside and be a go-getter and get the opportunity so uh my point being is that we before we came to connectors club i never knew i personally never knew about the government thing and it could be because i personally didn't look for the opportunity and say oh okay i could see it because i remember the minister was actually saying that the government gives made a record giving of until a hundred thousand dollars to a group of individuals to start the businesses this is just a boost for them to start so if you're really an entrepreneur if you're really a hustler you should find out for these type of opportunities it could be the government you can find, there's a lot of angel investors that are looking to invest um it's all about we said it research do the research and see where can you get it so the guy was literally talking about being a go-getter if you're not go-getter you're not gonna get anywhere because for example if we weren't waking up at night or sleeping and i remember i have a video that one day we'll show you guys when we've reached our goal i'll show you guys it was 3 a.m we were at barry beach recording um i mean sorry we're editing and we're like we're so tired but like this is all gonna pay off so end of the day it's all about being a go-getter that's just a simple example like if you really want something you should do it but let me tell you something let me give you a simple example it might be off topic but it, i think it's a very great example we are all go-getters if we want something for example right now you see a woman walking by and you think they're so beautiful us men we know us we know ourselves we be a go-getter we go get them so if you can take your time of the day to go talk to a girl who will not bring your single shilling into your life why should you not be a go-getter to get a million dollars that will come into your account 
We have to evaluate your choices. You woke up today, you went to move to a girl. That's when you go to bed, you're like, oh my God, I moved to the best girl in my life. Like, she's so beautiful. But some people are waking up and sleeping saying they made 100K. They made 50K. They made 10,000. So I feel like when it comes to the funding, okay, it is hard. No one's saying no. We both know that it's hard to get the funding. But if you are a person that knows how to explore opportunities, then you can find a way. For example, the, there was a group that was at our event, Ramani Investment. They personally raised more than $39 million from America. Yeah. And if you, listen, if you look at their story, hopefully we're going to have them soon on our podcast. But if you see their story, it's all about, they're saying... I remember I was talking to one of their mentors and he was saying that they were in a house, they were very, they was literally struggling to get this. But end of the day, they got it done. It's because they wanted to get it done. And thinking, you might, right now, cool, you, you guys were saying thinking in dollars is stupid. Thinking dollars right now. They made, they, they got a funding of $39 million. Convert that into T-shillings and tell me how much you have. And are you still dumb enough to just say you don't want to think in dollars? So be realistic. Because if they wanted me to think in T-shillings and go to America say they want 39 million shillings, how much would they have right now? Let's just be realistic. Yeah. Like, sometimes being closed-headed in your head is not going to get you anywhere. You'll be stupid and you end up just wasting your internet commenting on MYRD saying <laughs> whatever the f- you want to say. But, yeah, point being is just, let's just wake up, guys. We're all trying to wake up. Obviously, not everyone's awoke yet. Some people are still like sleeping, but end of the day, we're all gonna get there. And I believe everyone who subscribed to our podcast, we're all gonna see the results and we're all gonna enjoy the fruits of us learning from you guys and you guys learning from us. So the fourth step is being the funding. Yeah. I hope you guys took notes and learned more about funding. Let me wind up about the funding part. When you want to get funding, you should not just expect to go ask it from other people or to go ask it from a bank or to go ask it from investors. You can use your skills. You can use your manpower. You can offer people your services and then they'll pay you. Or you can just go and get a job, get employed, work for one year, two years, three years, save, save up and then start your own business. Most people that I've seen that they have big businesses that are thriving, that's how they started they first got employed they worked nine to five they worked their ass off for 10 years they accumulated the money they saved and then they started their own business later and this is actually one of the best ways because when you're working for someone to earn money after some time you'll get the experience that you're going to use it to start your own business because let's say you have never done any business before and you just get the capital, get the funding, or take a loan, go and start a business, you'll probably fail. You know, business is not easy. Business is very difficult. Business is very stressful. That's why I've never seen a bank that gives loans to someone who is going to start a business. I've never seen that kind of bank. Most of the times, banks give a loan to someone who is going to continue their business. That's why they're going to ask, for your transactions they want to see like okay how are you transacting how is your business going but when you just go there to the bank and then say i want i want money and i'm going to start a business they will definitely not give you any kind of money so first if you don't have a family that can give you money 
if you don't have rich friends if you don't have a billionaire dad if you don't know any venture capitalists start where you are just go and get employed just be humble go and get employed listen to your boss get paid accumulate your money then later you can just quit your job and start your own business so after you have your funding after you have the money the next step is you have to build your product or service that you're going to offer to people depending on what you want to do either you want to offer a product or you want to offer a service you need to have something to offer you need to build it let's say you want to start a retail store you need to have the product so you can either import it or you can either manufacture it yourself depending on a business model or let's say you're offering consultation that's your business you need to know what exactly are you going to consult people you must have a product there's no any business without a product that you've built has the market and people actually want it and make sure that that product solve some kind of a problem i feel like um as we said the as the steps are going forward the steps are getting you have to take take notes because the steps are getting more important and more important if your product is whack or your service is whack then no one's really going to take it but it all it all goes back to the first step research so if you do your research properly and you take the you get the product that people actually want and then within that phase you test that product and people are really messing with the products like they really like the product or the service that you want to offer then that this is this this is the area where you start knowing okay the financial projection that i set up is going to work or the financial projection that i set up is not going to work based on what product or service you offer you can't put up a financial projection of getting a million dollars and then your product your is like it's not worth to get to that extent you have to make sure that your product is worth to get to that money that you want to get to so i feel like the most important thing in this is to make sure that it is something that someone is willing to buy i think you raised the question saying does it solve a problem yeah that's that's what this is what this is the question where it should come in this part does it solve a problem why would people want it so it's, i feel like it's just more of questions in this part so why would people want it why should why would would you would you would i buy it myself it's those type of questions that will help you figure out if your product or service is really worth it yeah and the best thing right now is you don't need to have a product by yourself you don't need to own a product you can start a business just by selling other people's product through affiliate marketing let's say i know monty let's say monty has iPhones but i don't have iPhones i can still start a business of selling iPhones even though i don't have iPhones when i get a customer i just go to monty say hey monty i have this customer who want to buy an iphone and then i direct that customer to monty and then i get a commission that's another way that you can do a business without having a product by yourself i think this model is called drop shipping you can drop ship products from your friends or from other big suppliers you can do that without having a single product or without even touching a product by yourself makes a lot of sense i mean <laughs> Not, having, not owning any product so so basically it goes upon 
your own research? Do you want to own your own product? Do you want to use other people's products to start your business? Or how do you want to scale? How do, how do you want to do your business? It's entirely up to you. But we're here. Maybe you, you were sitting right there. You didn't know there was something called drop shipping. Now you know. So up. Our personal service is that we want to make sure that you guys get as much education that people don't really give until you pay them as much as we can. And that's what we are doing here. So this is our service. This is what we are offering. And by the looks of it, until where we are right now, people really like it. People really want to know more. And we are happy, more than happy, to keep on going for the next 100 years, as long as we're still alive. NYOD still would be there. It will be a podcast that will have our own community. And people will be enjoying and learning a lot from things that people would want to pay would want you to pay but it's for free the only cost that you're incurring is subscribing for zero shillings or should i say dollars <laughs> zero dollars <laughs> but yeah uh, long story short is that answer those questions and then it'll be this part will be easier when you just build up questions and they, they get answered so you know what if your product or service is really doing it. Yeah, one thing you shouldn't forget when you're building a product, you should also have a team, a good team that you work with or a good team that works for you. That's very, very important. Like right now, we are doing this podcast. We are a team. We are working together. I have my weakness. You have your weakness. We are complementing each other's weaknesses and we are acknowledging each other's strength. So one thing I can tell you guys is when you're building a team, don't just look like, okay, I know this guy or this guy is for my family. You need to work with people that know what they're doing. You need to work with people that are competent in that field. For example, right now, right here, we have a lot of directors behind the scenes that you guys don't see. They are in our team. They're helping us with shooting they're helping us with editing because that's their profession so they're saving us a lot of time that we could spend let's say learning about editing or doing the editing ourselves so our thing is you must have a good team by your side if you want to reach far with a product that's that's a lot on, on the product part i feel like the next step so wait, before I move on to the next step, I hope you guys have been taking notes because this now we're moving to the sixth step. Just because of that, I'm not going to say what steps were before. You guys should know this. But the next step is actually, I don't know how to say it because every step is just so important. I don't know which one to say is more important. But this next step is what will make you money. You could be selling a good product or service to people and then the amount of money that you're getting, if you do this step, will be quadruple the price. What is the step? Is branding. Branding, branding, branding. I feel like we have talked about this before and I couldn't stress more about talking about the brands. When you brand yourself to a certain extent, for example, if you look at football players or NBA players, the way they brand themselves on and off the pitch is what determines what type of contracts or not really contracts is what determines what type of brand deals they get. Because, for example, a simple example, the Muslim players... They would, the way they brand themselves is that they don't want to deal with alcohol, right? So the brand deals of alcohol will not get to them. So that's money gone because of what they believe in and what they don't want to be doing. So what I'm trying to say is that if 
I've branded myself to a certain extent. That means there'll be a lot of money coming in. For example, if I was to brand myself right now that I like wearing a lot of sneakers, but then I'm an influencer. So that means the way that I branded myself is that I like taking pictures of my sneakers. That means sneaker stores would approach me with a brand deal. So that's just a simple example of branding yourself or branding your business. So if I was to brand my business that, for example, branding doesn't really have to be, doesn't have to be the product or the service. Branding could be the customer service. Branding could be what's inside the store branding could be anything that's affiliated with the with, with your company so there's people that appreciate samsung because of the camera quality there's people appreciate iphones because of the camera quality there's people that appreciate for example for me one of the reasons why i like iphone or like snapchat let's say snapchat using on an android is a headache it's a headache so that's a brand right there that's that's how they branded themselves that Maybe, maybe I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's Apple. I don't know if it's Snapchat. But the the brand themselves is that Snapchat works better on iPhone. That's no cap. So it's just a simple, simple, simple example that I'm just trying to show you guys on the branding part. I don't know what Musa has to say, but for my part is that make sure you brand yourself properly. Because when you brand yourself, there's a lot that comes in, man. Yeah, there is a lot to branding. You know, most people, when... You talk about branding, they just think, okay, branding is just choosing a good name and having a good logo. You can have a good name, you can have a good logo, but that's not what branding is all about. There's a lot more to branding. You can have a good story about your company. That's branding. You can have a good mission, a good vision about your company. That's also branding. And there are a lot of branding you can brand yourself you can brand your company you can brand your product but a brand is simply an identity of you or your company what do you want people to think about when they think about your company that's your brand what people perceive you to be that's your brand so whether it's personal brand or it's a product brand you have to make sure you brand yourself properly you guys can see the way we've branded MOD podcast. If you haven't, then then I don't think you've been taking notes because, I mean, just to touch upon, uh, you can see the way we brand MOD podcast, a podcast that shapes and like shapes your future. So whatever comes with it, it's all about shaping your future. Whatever you see on the content there, it's all about shaping your future. That's already our identity. Like that's just us. We shape people's future. It's make your own destiny. So, as you said, uh, it's not. It doesn't have to do anything with the name or anything, but. If you have a good name and a logo, it can also carry you. For example, say, make your own destiny. Yeah. So if someone comes and reads, makes your own destiny, maybe I think, even if you're dumb, we'll just get an idea that, oh, this podcast is about making your own destiny. You could not know what's inside it, but you're going to have an idea that make your own destiny. Yeah. And I feel like there's no perfect name than for our podcast and make your own destiny because <laughs> we're all making our own destinies. So just to touch upon, just to little give a few touch is that, that's how I look at branding ourselves. The way as MYOD is that we already know that whoever comes on here and reads the there, it's make your own destiny podcast. They understand that. Oh, okay. It's about making your own destiny. So for your company, if you do the same, for example, maybe call it Hustle FC. People already know there's going to be something about hustling, right? <laughs> it's because I just saw that. That's why I just, <laughs> I just came with the word hustle. <laughs> yeah, that's a free game right there. Free game right there. Uh, oh, for example, if you see back here, Mamba mentality. He already branded himself that. It's Mamba mentality. Kobe. Mamba mentality. Whoever says Kobe, Mamba mentality. 
it's his brand it's his identity so whoever you are that's watching this you should know that okay if someone says your name you should already know that this is my brand for the people that don't know actually i'll not get into this this will be for another day so just keep on subscribing you find out what i was going to say but <laughs> <laughs> branding is very important guys branding yourself like you see this guy here he's already branded himself to be there all the time so you guys should always be here one day if he breaks we're gonna find that the same one because that's the brand <laughs> myd brand yeah. if you guys remember the name please comment down below what his name was because if you don't that means you're not a true guy you're not a true fan of myod podcast yeah so branding is very important just to wind up you need to have a good name a name that people can remember it a name just just imagine what's the biggest brand in the world right now coca-cola that's the biggest brand that's the most well-known brand in the world it's very easy to pronounce and it's very good looking so you must make sure that you have a name that's memorable to people you also have to make sure that you have the logo that has good colors that relate to your brand that relate to the product that you're selling and also you have to make your brand to have a certain identity what do you want your brand to be identified as that's very very important so that's enough about branding let's jump into the next step another good step or another important step that very very important because it's what's going to determine if your business whether going to succeed or fail so the next step is setting up your finance setting up your finances is a very important step when starting your own business and when I say setting up the finances, I mean first you have to open a business bank account where you're going to be receiving all the funds and all the proceedings that people pay you for the services or for the product that you provide. And after having a business account, you also need to track all your income that's coming in. You need to track all your expenses. You need to know what are you spending on. And what I can advise you, the best thing is you can hire an accountant that knows how to do bookkeeping that knows how transactions work that knows how accounts work because in a business you cannot do everything by yourself the easiest way to fail in a business is trying to do everything by yourself so in terms of accounting if you can't do proper accounting just leave it to the professionals Hire an accountant who will deal with accounting, filing your taxes, and everything that relates to financial matters. That's very, very important for business. Also, some people might not have the money to hire an accountant. We live in 21st century right now. There are a lot of softwares, accounting softwares, that you can use to help you with your accounting. You don't have to have a professional accountant you can just use some softwares there are a lot you can just go download or you can buy with a small amount of money there you are your finances are taken care of just by using a software but it's very important to know your finances because that's where the money comes from in a business i feel like people might right now be thinking why are you talking about just the simple stuff like bank accounts and stuff I promise you there's someone behind this camera right now that does not know 
what we're talking about. This there might be something new to them. So if you know, just keep on listening. Watch till the end. There'll be something that you don't know. I promise you that. But for you that you don't know, I'm glad that, that now you know that now you've taken notes on the part of the, the finance part. Because as I said, I personally was in this podcast, this same episode, you were talking about the LLC and he said something that I didn't even know. So end of the day we push each other to be cup to, to learn something and to know something. So you talk about the person the finance part. I mean, you can see from yourselves that most businesses, some of the most biggest businesses fail because of not paying tax. And I don't know if it could be a scheme of them avoiding tax or anything, but it's just a simple example of if you just take it down to your personal self, you could your business could fail because you didn't file any tax. It could be just a simple amount of money. But because you didn't file the tax or you didn't pay the tax, the government shuts down your business. There's some things that are simple but are simple but not easy. I don't know, I think that's the way, best way to say it. They're simple but not easy. It's something that you have to look into for you to understand. And he said it. He, there's, if you don't have the money, there's softwares. If you have the money, there's professionals. So it's entirely up to you and your budget to look at this step of how to turn your idea into a business. Now, for this next step is when things are starting to get serious. Your business plan has got to the point where you want it to get to. And now is when you want to start seeing something. You, you're starting to to get into the serious world, to the real world. It is the launch. Is when you're launching your product or service. So before you do this, I think there should be a couple steps inside it, inside this big step. There should be some mini steps inside it before you start. I feel like I don't want to talk about this because I want to leave it to the expert of MYOD podcast to talk about the marketing part. How do you think is the best way to market a newly product or a new service that you want to offer? Before you launch a product, first of all, you need to plan what strategy are you going to use to introduce your product into the market. Do people know the product? Do people don't know the product? So there's a, there are a lot of ways that you can market your product. As Monty said that I'm a marketing expert, but I don't want to go into details about how you can launch, how you can market, because we already talked about this previously. We have the whole one-hour video where we talk about how you can market your business. So guys, if you want to learn how you can market your business, just go back to our videos. There's a video there where we explain how to market your business. One thing I can tell you, marketing is the engine of your business because without marketing, you won't get sales. Without marketing, people won't know about your business. You can have the best product or you can be providing the best service in the world. But if people don't know your service, you, don't, you are not doing proper marketing, no one will buy from you. So marketing is very, very crucial. And we explained deeply about marketing in a single video. Everything you need to know about marketing. So after you watch this video to the very end, you can just go back to our previous episodes and then go learn about marketing. We talked about everything you need to know about marketing. Right, this next step, it's more of, um, it goes aligned with branding as well. But it's, a, it's very important that we have to put it as a, as a step as well. Customer service. Customer service can lead, it's basically branding. Because as we said, brand is your identity, right? If I'm rude to someone, that's already my identity. So that someone's going to portray me as I'm just a rude, arrogant person. Yeah. But if I'm kind to people, that's my identity. People are going to know me as unkind. 
So I'll give you an example. I have a spot in Darussalam that's it's very cheap. It's somewhere that I really go to eat. I like I enjoy going to eat there. And the reason being is that the customer service that they have, people are very friendly. The food is very good. But the customer service work is the way that waiters and waitresses treat people is very, very attractive to the point where you just want to go back tomorrow. You just want to go back to eat tomorrow. Also, my barbershop. The customer service is very good. This one is a bit of a high class because we've got the same place. So this guy understands. But you could have a very cheap product or service. For example, if I'm in a store and the customer service is 10-10, trust me, it's a deal breaker. I don't think people understand. For example, my brother here, he doesn't like to brag though because of how kind he is behind the shades. Can we see the eyes today? Really? Hey. I'll show my eyes. Can you make a promise? Yes, I'll make a promise. If this video get 10,000 likes, I'll take off my shades. How about that? It's a lot. But you guys want to see what's under those shades. Is he blind? We don't know. Does he have red eyes? We don't know. Is he big eyes? We don't know. <laughs> Hit the like button to get to 10,000 likes and find out what most of you have under the shades. Okay, what's your thoughts on customer service? Okay. Customer. Oh, sorry, before you, sorry to cut you off. But before you continue, maybe I should ask you a question. Do you think customer ser having good customer service correlates to having more customers? Yes, exactly. They're the same that if you have a customer and you treat them very well, they are going to tell on average three other people about your business, about how you treat them. But the opposite, if a customer comes to your business and you treat them badly and they're not satisfied with the service, they're going to tell 10 people on average. Why? Because negative news spread faster than positive news. As you guys know, a customer is the king to any business. There's no business without customers. So you must provide the best customer service as you can to your clients and to your customers. Otherwise, your business is going to die. You have to make sure that anything that you are doing in your business, any service that you are providing, you have to over-deliver. You have to go beyond your way to please your customers. You have to make them feel like they are valued. Also, you have to make it easy for the customers to reach you. You can have different social medias. You can have a phone number. You can have an email address. You have to make sure that the customer service is smooth. You know, just a few days ago, I wanted to to buy the tripods for 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 our cameras, and then I was calling this other camera shop. I called them three times; they never picked. So that's a very bad reputation for any business. You should always pick up your phone. You should always have ways that when someone reaches you at the first time. They must get you. You need to have that very good impression. Your customers have to know that you're someone that they can rely on always and every day. So customer service is very, very important. And for any company or any business to provide best customer service, 
you also need to train your workers, you need to train your team on how to handle the customers. Because if the customers are not satisfied, for sure your business is going to die. There's no business. You don't have anything. So it's very important to have good customer service. I think uh, when it comes to, should I say, Wabongo, I feel like the problem with us, we are very arrogant, is that we think we know best. And that leads to customers leaving. Yeah. But personally, with experience in the UK, for example, they, the way they treat the customer is what you said as a king. The customer leaves there, we leave five star rating, or the customer leaves there, like you're so happy, like you just want to go back. And I feel like that's why most people succeed, is when you lower your pride for the sake of something. It's because why do you have pride? It's a customer, they bring you money. Because realistically, you can't make money without a customer. So, end of the day, he should be the king. Yeah. And okay, cool, your bank account may be reading, you have 10 million, but the reason why you have 10 million is because of the customer. True. So, imagine you have good customer service, that means the 10 million could be 50 million. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So, we should reduce our arrogance, we should reduce how ignorant we are, we should reduce how prideful we are, and see how that turns out for you. Yeah. Take a second and evaluate how you are right now. Do you think, do you think you're rude? Maybe, to be honest, you could think you're kind, but it's the way you look at someone it could be bad. So we can all have, like, you can all change. I mean, not everyone was kind. I'm sure people are rude. Yeah. And the best thing about customer service is you have to be consistent with the service. I've seen a lot of business fail just because, like, when they start, they offer a very good customer service. But as the business is growing, as they have more customers, they forget themselves. They start treating their customers like shit. And the saying goes, you know the saying, sorry, saying, which say that when a poor man gets wealthy, their ass starts like flapping, making noise when they're walking. Maskina kipata, matako That's how most of Tanzanian businesses are. When they start getting traction, they start getting a lot of customers, they think that they have made it, they forget themselves, they start offering very poor customer service to their people, and that's the end of them. That's why most businesses, they don't survive past two years. Actually, 90% of the businesses die after the second year. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a crazy statistic. Yeah. But, end of the day, be kind to people. And uh, they say that when you give whatever, what goes around comes around. There's a lot of sayings that I can think about. What goes around comes around. So if you're rude to a customer, when you go somewhere else, people are going to be rude to you. What, what, you give, what you give is what you get back. So, end of the day, and, and it's not even about customer service anymore. Like, even yourself, why does your business have to be portrayed as a rude business? Or like, why should, what reason do you have for you not to have the best customer service in town? Like, what reason? Why should, why should you be rude? Or why should your business be rude? Or why should you be rude? Like, it doesn't make sense. But the next step is also important. Why do I say it's important? Because I would say it's called changes. Dealing with changes. When, we, when you start a business, let's say 2023 as of right now, in the next 10 years, it's going to be completely different. It's going to have to deliver different things because of how things change so the question is how are you dealing with change are you ready to, to adapt to change are you looking at the market trends are you looking at whatever comes with it because i'll give you an example of i saw a tiktok of a guy who 
sells private jets. I remember he was saying that his son suggested to him to start TikTok and obviously like post the TikTok uh, vlogs of how they sell a plane, etc. etc. And his business grew by 50% just because he listened to his son. And imagine, you know, some people must have arrogant as I was talking about. There's people that you tell them to do a market change, that there's a change in the trend. They just become arrogant, and that's how the business failed. Yeah. This guy, this guy listened to his son and started TikTok. And the business grew by a very half percentage, like it grew more. He had a guy that came to him from TikTok, wanted to buy a $25 million jet. This is just an example. Like, he listened to his son and adapted to the change, to the trend that's going on in the society right now. It's TikTok, right? So, sure, business. Why not start a TikTok? Like, why not adapt? So if you win, it's a win-win situation. Like, what do you lose starting something or following the market trend? And also, what comes upon this also is um, how are you continuously learning? Because what I notice from other people, from from people successful, is that they always learn. That's why they read books. That's why they have some even successful people have mentors. They have mentors. They they go to talks. They cut down. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but people love, people, rich people love networking. And how they network, they network through dinners, through a lot of stuff. And that, that is where they get new ideas, that's where they get new friends, that's how they get more money. So it all comes back to, are you learning? Are you continuously yeah. learning? How are you learning? How are you putting your business? Because the business plan that you had a year ago has to change at this point. It was for, uh, go back to NYOD. When NYOD gets to 10,000 followers, now they have to, we have to focus on 100,000 followers. And there's a big gap, 90,000 followers. Sure. But to get 90,000 followers to get to that number, it's harder. But then that's where the business plan has to change. We have to change, we have to adapt. Okay, so how are we going to do this? It's the same way you should be looking at it. You have $10,000. How are you going to get to 100000 It's not easy, but it's not hard. If that makes sense. But that's how I look at the next step. Yeah, it's true. Like, at the business... Any kind of criticism is welcome, but we are only going to deal with constructive criticism. So, if you come to our comment section giving feedback with hate in your heart, we won't reply to it. We just ignore it. But thank you. You have given us some more engagement. But then, if you have a good thing to say, just come. We'll take it serious. For example, one guy told me, like, I'm too serious when I'm shooting this podcast yeah so that's a good criticism so i'm working on it i'm trying to smile more trying not to be more serious but yeah we only take good feedback so as a business you should always focus on those constructive criticisms and the bad comments bad criticism which can take you nowhere just ignore it let it slide don't take it personal at the end of the day in business, there's nothing personal. So business, it's all about making money. It's all about getting to the next level. Before we go to the next step, can you just smile for the camera? <laughs> Whoever told Musa to be serious now, he's seen a smile from me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Musa, can you introduce? I feel like it's we're going to the near the end, and I feel like it's where it gets more also more important. So. Can you please introduce the last step of how to turn the idea into a business? And you can go bankrupt. So change is very, very important in any kind of business. I feel like talking about what you just said, like innovation and stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like it also connects with the next step, which is like improving your business. 
So, okay, you're adapted to market change, but are you improving yourself? Are you being innovative? Like, what are you doing to improve? Have you, now that you're bit, at this point, if you guys are taking these steps as you're starting a business, okay, at this point, have you got feedback from people? What have you done? How have you improved? Because without any improvements, you're not going to get anywhere. I promise you, us ourselves, we got a lot of, we have directors, let's say, behind the team right now. They, they'll tell us, if you sit this way, Sammy, you're going to look better. Or if you do this, you're going to look better. Did you follow that? If you didn't follow that, it won't be good. But if you follow it, that means the emphasis is going to come up better. Just, just, it's just a piece of touch that I want to show you as a simple example. Or we got advice from the greatest in the DMV. The minister he was saying, uh, talking about his life story, and how what do you take upon that is up to you. You get feedback from people from Musa, or you get feedback from Monty, or you get feedback from anyone. It's about how you want to take it. Uh, don't be arrogant, as I was saying earlier, it's all about arrogance. If you're yeah. arrogant, your business is not going to get to anywhere. These rich people, they listen to everything, they listen to every single comment. And I promise you, at this point of life, I came to realize that. I like negative comments more than positive comments. Because positive comments will won't get you anywhere. You just smile and then it will just end there. But negative comments, I don't mean don't come here and start cussing me out, no. When I say negative comment, I mean like improving comments. Like, I feel like if you did this better, it would have been better. That's what I mean when I say negative comments. Don't go attacking the comments right now. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's my whole point. I feel like I appreciate someone who comes to me and tells me my problem than someone telling me a positive comment. Because I learn more from negative than positive. Positive, I'll smile. Musa will tell me once you look good today, I'll smile. And someone else will come to me saying your hat is so disgusting. So I'll, I'll look at it and I'll go buy a new hat. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. let's uh, focus on. So, how have you improved personally? How how do you take in negative comments? Actually, there are a lot of negative comments. You guys can see for yourself. You can just go on our Instagram, go and check our most viewed videos, and just go to the comment sections. There are a lot of negativities. But how we deal with it, we want to improve. We need feedback from you guys. So the best thing that we do is we just take those constructive criticism. Any kind of criticism is welcome, but we are only going to deal with constructive criticism. So, if you come to our comment section giving feedback with hate in your heart, we won't reply to it. We just ignore it. But thank you. You have given us some more engagement. But then, if you have a good thing to say, just come. We'll take it serious. For example, one guy told me, like, I'm too serious when I'm shooting this podcast. Smile. Yeah, so that's a good criticism. So, I'm working on it. I'm trying to smile more, trying not to be more serious. But yeah, we only take good feedback. So, as a business, you should always focus on those constructive criticisms and the bad comments, bad criticism, which can take you nowhere. Just ignore it. Let it slide. Don't take it personal. At the end of the day, in business, there's nothing personal. So, business, it's all about making money. It's all about getting to the next level. Before we go to the next step, can you smile for the camera? <laughs> Whoever told Musa to be serious now, he's seen a smile for me. <laughs> 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 Musa, can you introduce a flight to we're going to the, near the end? 
and I feel like it's where it gets more also more important. So could you please introduce the last step of how to turn the idea into a business? After you have your business, you have your plan, you have your idea, you have been doing the business, the last step is to scale your business. Meaning you have to expand your business. You have to take it to the next level. For example, McDonald's is a very big business in the world. Almost everyone knows McDonald's. If you haven't eaten McDonald's burger, it's the best burger in the world. Just go and try it. So when they found of McDonald's, Mr. Ray Croach founded the company. He started with one restaurant, one location. He did his work. He hustled. He had a system that worked for that one place. What did he do next? He had to scale it. He had to expand to more location. And that's why when you are choosing a business model, you have to make sure that you have to be in a business that is scalable. For example, let's say your business is being a driver, car driver, or being a barber. You're very limited it's very difficult to scale that kind of business. So you have to choose the business that are massively scalable. A good example right now, we are blessed with the internet, which has made it very easy to scale your business, which has made it very easy to reach more people at once. That's scaling. Scaling means you reach more people with the same service that you're offering and it's very very important but scaling comes last after you have mastered that one business you have mastered that one location that's when you can scale into something else you can scale into different location or you can scale into another country so scaling is very very important in any business if you want to be big if you want to make more money you have to know how to scale your business and you have to choose the right business the right vehicle that is scalable. Also, the one of the best way to scale your business is to take your business public. If you have a business for years, you can take it public. You can list it on stock exchange. That's a very good way that you can scale your business to reach more people. Just make it a public company. But all of that cannot come without you working hard, showing up every day, being disciplined, and being resilient. So, Monty, what do you have to say about scaling your business? You've covered the most part. It's just that, just to emphasize in the last part, you just have to work hard, be resilient, and show up every day when no one wants you. I feel like you've covered most of the problem when it comes to scaling your business. I just want to emphasize on the last three things that you said is that it's resilience, working hard, and doing something that you don't want to do, but you have to do it because of the sake of doing it. I feel like with nothing more to it than just that. That's how you be able to get to more people and make more money, as they say. Yeah. So I think that's it for today. One last thing that I can say, business is not easy. Business is very difficult. Business is not a linear journey. There are ups and downs in business. You rise, you fail, but what the most important thing is you should never give up. So if you have an idea, don't die with ideas. 
there are a lot of ideas. Do you know which place has the most ideas in the world? The graveyard. If you go to the graveyard, you'll see a lot of people are dead, they're sleeping there with a lot of ideas that they never took any kind of action. They never worked on their ideas. If you have an idea, start working on it. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. We have made a lot of mistakes until this podcast is running up today. A lot of mistakes. The most important thing is learn from your mistakes, improve. Just try to make as many mistakes as possible. Fail fast, improve, and move on. I believe everyone who is watching this podcast right now, I believe in you. I believe that all your ideas that you have, you're going to work on them and they're going to be successful. Just focus on your focus and hit that subscribe button if you like the value that we are giving. Hit that notification bell so that when we upload a new video, you'll be the first one to see the video. And as always, at the end of every video, we have word of the day. I didn't forget that. So our word of today. So the word of the day today will be given by your favorite Monty. Yo, bro, what's the word of the day? Like word of the day is resilience. Wow. Because some of us taking a step down, but how do you build up back up again? If you don't know if you know how to do that then I feel like you're the strongest person alive. Because when people start failing, they give up. But if you are resilient, then I'll give it to you. Hands up. Well done. Congrats. So make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, and we shall see you in the next episode.